Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Love of Purple podcast. I am your host, Krista Cocott. Thank you so much for being here, you guys. It's been a while since I have dropped an episode, and this one, I'm going to get incredibly vulnerable, I know, which I normally do, but this one, I've actually been psyching myself up to talk about this. <laughs> and you're going to laugh when you uh, when you hear the reason why, because oh, what? I'm scared of what people are going to think? Crazy, right? So today, you guys, I want to share a little bit about my journey and something that has significantly changed the course of my mental state. And I'm hoping and I know that it will help somebody out here that's going to be listening to this as well. And for those of you that don't relate to mental health or that, you know, you go, I don't really get it, or that's totally fine. And you can still listen and maybe you'll be able to relate to some of it. But for those of you that relate deeply to mental health and the dark thoughts and the not being able to see any goodness in life, I got you. I hear you. I see you. Um, it's a hard place to be. And I know that from personal experience. So, okay. So let's rewind a little ways. I did a whole podcast. You'll have to go and find it. I don't know what episode it is, but it was all about, um, a time in my life, which is about five or six years ago now where I was incredibly dark place and I didn't want to be here any longer. And I talk about this and it wasn't so much that I wanted to die as per se of just didn't want to be in the space that I was in. I thought about getting in my car and just driving away. I had thoughts I was painting and I talk about it in depth in my, um, in my podcast episode, I was painting in my bathroom and I remember going out loud. I was home by myself and I'm like, would anybody miss me if I even wasn't here? What is the whole reason I'm even here? If I just got in my car and I drove away, would anyone even miss me? And this is where the thoughts of darkness are, you guys, because I have two amazing men in my life and I have a husband and I've got beautiful, beautiful relationships with friends and these thoughts still come in, can come into your mind. So in that moment, I jumped on a call actually and I reached out to a coach and I had a 90 minute, two hour coaching call with um, a therapist that helped me through um, some of that darkness. So that was beautiful and I needed that. And she had me do some NLP work and some meditation and different things that helped bring me out of that darkness. Fast forward to today, I'm coming at you from Costa Rica. We have been here one full year, you guys. And uh, this time exactly last year, we were here planning our life down here. And we went home, sold everything back in Canada, in Calgary, and moved down here, October. So we've been here for a year. When I first moved down here, for those of you that have followed me on this journey, when I first moved down here, I was like, this is like amazing. Within probably a month, I was like, oh my God, I was crying every day. I was like, this adjustment is so different and so difficult. And so we did it <laughs> every day. I just kind of embraced it. I'm like, look at the beach. And I embraced the feelings of sadness. And I embraced the feelings of missing my family and my sister and, and, you know, my nieces and nephews and all these different, my beautiful women friendship that I, friendships that I had in person, I, I missed all of that. 
and I missed my mountains. <laughs> and so I just kind of, you know, I did every day and I was coaching and I was doing the things. I was going to the beach and supporting my husband and supporting the boys and just trying to make it through. And last July I went home. So July, um, this past July, I went home uh, back to Canada and I spent some time with some amazing friends and I went up to my mountains and did all that, came back. Um, the beginning of August, I think August 1st, I came back to Costa Rica and I hit the, uh, I was so sad. I was so down. I was not getting out of bed. I was doing all the things I was trying to do, all the things that I knew how to do. Um, I'm like, I am a life coach. I know how to do this stuff. Let's be grateful. <laughs> let's journal. Let's do breath work. Let's meditate. Let's do this and let's do that. I was doing all the things and nothing was working. I would stay in bed all day and I would get up and I would be with my clients and I'd go back to bed. I would lay in bed with my feet up on the wall and I would just watch Netflix shows or I would just sleep or I, it, my husband didn't know what to do with me. I would constantly be saying, I hate it here. I hate it here. I hate it here. I was just reaffirming, you know, all that stuff. We had a bit of flooding in our house. We, it's quite damp all the time because it was rainy season. It seems to be not so bad now, but at the time I couldn't see anything good. I would go to the water. I would go to the beach and go for walks. And I showed up online a little bit. I showed up online a little bit because I was like, I want people to see that, you know, it's okay. It's okay. And I wasn't actually being the full truth of how dark it was. And I want to talk a little bit about that. There are moments in my life and there's moments that I do talk to people about. You do what you feel is best for you. If you want to share about your issues that you're going through, do it. If you need to go through them first and then reflect and heal and deal and then share, do that. You do whatever works for you. If sharing what you're walking through in this current moment is helpful for you to um, stay and to be strong and to get that outside support, do it. One thing, you guys are going to have to follow me because this is how I do all my podcasts. They're all over the map. <laughs> One thing that I will tell you is this. I have learned to utilize social media for good. It can zap you dry. It can compare. You can go down that scroll hole. Absolutely. But what I have done is I have learned to use it for good. There is so many of you out there that support me on social media. When I show up in all my glory or all my messiness, the support is there. And there are times that I have shown up on social media and I haven't even liked who I am, but your love and your support has gotten me through that. You have made me feel certain ways about myself that I didn't feel about myself until the support from you guys came. So it might sound crazy, but it's true. And I've heard it from many, many, many people that keep showing up online, that the support they get from strangers and the love they get from strangers and, and people that are now friends with them is what's literally pulled them out of dark places. And that's what I mean by social media, I have used it for good and I choose to see it for good. And it depends on who you're following. It depends on who your followers are. It depends on who you let into your energy space, right? And so I've got such beautiful people that I've put into my space that I feel that support when I'm down. 
So all of this to say, I was showing up online during that dark, dark time. However, I was only showing up about 10% because in this moment, I needed to go through this on my own. I didn't want the whole world knowing what was happening and how dark I was. I already had people reaching out to me that were concerned. The people that know me really, really well, I had about four people <laughs> that were like, hey, um, yeah, so I'm noticing something's different about you. A, you're not showing up. B, your energy is just off. Um, are you okay? Is there anything I can do? Just give me a thumbs up. Give me a thumbs down. Um, let me know if there's anything I can do. And that was amazing. That was literally all I needed. And so I took that time. I took that time. It was about two months there, six weeks. And Carmen just kept going, babe, what do I need to do? What do I need to do? And I'm like, nothing, nothing, nothing. I just couldn't pull myself out of it. One afternoon, my oldest comes to me and he's like, mom, do you want to try and do mushrooms? Do you want to try and take, you know, microdose some mushrooms? <laughs> Here's the part, you guys, where I want the judgment to drop. And there's going to be part of you, many of you actually on here now that are like, yeah, and so... So I have this story, had this story playing in my head. I would do mushrooms at parties when I was in grade seven to get like super psychedelically tripping, right? Where I would see the ground moving and the fire would be jumping out at me and the trees would be trying to wrap their arms around me, like that kind of whack stuff, right? To get high. So I didn't realize the relationship with plant medicine that I do now. I didn't have it then. It was literally to get high. It was to get stoned. It was to just like, you know, escape from reality. It wasn't to help me in the mental state. So anyways, um, fast forward, we've been learning a lot about the um, psilocybins, a lot about mushrooms, and a lot about their effects on mental health. Unbelievable. It's an, like, thing is, cybacillins are mushrooms, right? There's more than 200 species of fungi, I think, in the world. I could be wrong about that. Side note, go watch the movie Fantastic Fungi if you've not watched it. Um, I think they actually call it fungi. Do they? Fungi? There was some, they were pronouncing it kind of funny on the show, but or different than how I did. But anyways, it's on Netflix. Un believable. You will never be able to look at a mushroom the same again, just with how many species there are, where they grow around the world, all that kind of stuff. I don't know enough about it except for to tell you this. Okay. So I started microdosing. I said, sure. So Jake goes and gets it. There's lots of plant medicine down here, different plant medicines that you can do from the earth. That's, you know, People are very well educated on it. They know it very, very well down here. What, you know, is helpful for your mental state, for emotional, for healing from trauma, all that, all that stuff. It literally gets the ego out of the way. What I have learned about this is that it's helping my brain rewire. It's helping. Okay. I don't know if I want to say that because somebody's going to be listening to this and be like, no, no, that's not what happens. <laughs> someone that really knows about it. I took it on a Sunday. Let's go here. I took it. I took the first dosage on a Sunday. Okay. It's a small little dose. You feel nothing. Literally felt nothing. I felt like I just took a vitamin C. I'm like, okay. So I go to bed. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Third day, I take another one. I'm microdosing, which means I'm taking it every three days, a small, small, small dose of cybacillins. Okay. 
I take it on Wednesday again. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing. I go to the beach on Friday because every morning I would still like force myself to get up and go to the beach. I would just go out, but I just was like, why am I even doing this? What's even, you know, oh, all the complaining, all the grumbling. So dark. It wasn't me. Okay. I just was not feeling me. And there can, I, I can put my finger on why I was getting where I was going with this. However, even though I knew that, and this is where I take my clients, even though we may know why we are a certain way or what the, the causes of certain things are, um, sometimes doesn't help us because we have to feel and deal and come to this understanding and not stay there and move through it. Okay. So that's also why it's not critical to get to the point of like, why exactly are you doing that? It's not critical to get there. It's just a matter of that you are there and you're feeling a certain way and you don't want to. And that was me. I'm like, I'm feeling a certain way. All this adjusting down here, different things. I'm like, I'm not doing well. So I took one on Sunday, one on Wednesday. That Friday I went out and I went for a walk on the beach and I'm walking along and just like every other day and I look up, I'm like, oh man, the sun is gorgeous this morning. And I keep walking and the waves are just crashing and they are loud and I can feel the spray. There was a breeze and they were coming off the top of the the wave, the breeze, the water was coming off the top of the wave and the breeze was splashing it back. And I'm like, man, the sand is like super granular in my feet today. I'm like, that's odd. You know, I've never really felt it before so great. So I make my way back to the house and I'm like, okay, I just appreciated things on the beach. The sun was really warm. It was beautiful out there. And I thought, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to start writing a little bit more. Literally wrote a blog post. And then Carmen says, um, hey, babe, do you want to go? I don't know. He asked me to do something. And I said, sure, I'd love to. Well, I haven't said yes to anything in the last two months because I'm like, I'm not leaving the house. I don't want to see a soul. I think it was a bike ride. He wanted to go for a bike ride. And I said, sure, let's go for a bike ride. Little things like that started to happen. Little things like that started to happen. And then the lady that had given us the cybacillins had said, hey, do you guys, you know, are you noticing any difference? Is it helping any? And I sat there for a minute and I went to bed that night and I just asked myself, I'm like, what is different about you? Because you are different. What is the feeling? And the only thing that kept coming up for me was this lightness. This, the world wasn't so dark. I was able to see good I was able to appreciate life for what it was. I was able to be okay with living down here and being, going back to Canada, going back and forth. I was able to wrap my head around being home, being in two places. I was able to settle and understand that this is a beautiful, beautiful life that we live. I wasn't there. I wasn't Krista. I wasn't this, this, I wasn't able to see any of that. Nothing was good. Nothing was good. I was back at that place where I wanted to get in the car and just drive and never return. And I don't like being in that place. And I know a lot of you can relate to that. I know that. And I'm not saying go get on cybacillins, 
But what I am saying is that it worked for me and they are continuing to work for me the more that I learn about them. The more that I understand this natural plant medicine that was put on this earth and put in this, you know, put on this world for us to use and use with our body. And that's what I'm understanding is that it's working with my body, with my brain, with the, with the, I want to say repairing, but I don't know if that's what it's doing again. I don't know enough about it. I know that somebody out there might be listening going, oh, yep, you're bang on. That's exactly what it is. And when I try and explain it to somebody, I'm like, literally, I just feel lighter. I just feel like there is this, I don't have to struggle to find things I'm grateful for. I don't have to be like, life sucks. I don't know what I'm grateful for. There's nothing good in this world. And I didn't want, I am somebody personally, I have nothing against anybody that goes on antidepressants, anything like that. I, for me, was just like, there's got to be another alternative. I don't want to do that. I just don't want to. So I went, was on them for a month and then I ran out and I'm like, okay, let's just see what happens. Yeah. Let's just see if these things actually work. (laughs) You know, I was the classic case of like, it's working. So I'm going to stop. That was me, which, you know, we've all been there. It's like journaling works for me. And now I'm going to stop doing it because I feel good. You know, like you hear it all the time. It's like people that are on antidepressants, right? They're like, I'm going to stop them because I feel great. Well, you're on them and it's working because you're on them. Anyways. So I stopped for the, I stopped for, uh, after they were done about two weeks went by and I'm like, you don't feel anything. There's no, nothing that you feel. It's not like you have to wean yourself off. Nothing like that ever. Okay. So that's not how these things work. I'm done. And I'm like two weeks about go by and I start to feel a little funk. I'm like, I hate this house. I can't believe that like it's raining again. Like I find myself doing this and I'm totally forgetting, totally forgetting that I don't even take like nothing. Okay. It's not like this anyways. Another day goes by and I'm like, huh, okay, I guess I got to get up and I got to get some work done. And it's, I have to, instead of I get to, it's, I have to, instead of look what's so beautiful in this world. And I I turned to Carmen. I'm like, oh my God, I need more mushrooms. (laughs) And I said, I'm feeling funky. And so I'm like, I'm going on them. I'm going to grab some more. So I did. And You guys, I just, there's something about being okay. There's something about not caring. Oh, duh, right? Like, this is what I preach. This is what I teach. This is what I coach. This is what I guide other people through. This is why I truly believe we have these experiences in our life so that we can use these experiences to help other people. So whatever it is that's going on in your life, you're going through it so that you can help somebody else down the road. Ah, There. You are going through it so that you can help somebody else down the road. If you choose to, if you go here, this was my experience. Here is another experience for me in my own personal life where I'm like, what are people going to think if they know I'm on Cybacillins? I don't give a rat's ass if you know, because guess what? I feel amazing and I feel a thousand times better than I ever did before. And if it can help somebody else out there, that is struggling as well with mental health and struggling with seeing any type of brightness in their life and any type of good in their life, so be it. And breathe. You guys, so I've not taken a big dose. I haven't macro, macro dosed? 
I think it's called a macro dose. See, don't even know enough about that. I, I'm, I don't know if my girlfriends are going to be listening to this that are into plant medicine. They're going to be like, girl, you butchered that whole thing. I don't care. I feel better. So um, I haven't macro. I'm just micro, which is a small, 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 small amount that you, like I said, you don't feel anything when you take it. It's not like you take it and you're like, woo. it's not like that. You can just like when I was in grade seven and you totally can. Now, I don't know. This is what we always joke about. It's like the wording and the terminology has changed. You take a whole bunch of mushrooms and it's a journey that you're going on of spiritual, you know, destination. Whereas when I was in grade seven, I'm just like, I want to get high and let's do this. You know, it's just very different. So any hoodle, that's my story. That's a little bit of what's been going on. And it's been such a game changer. If <laughs> I'd love to tell you to reach out to me if you have any questions and I will actually direct you to somebody that I will be in touch with when I get back to Canada because I'm going to be getting some more when I'm there, some more cybacillins. And um, just if you have any questions about anything, you guys, please feel free to reach out to me. If you are somebody that's like, I feel alone, I feel like nobody understands what I'm what I'm going through because I do have this these this feeling of just darkness of nothing's good. I get it. I've been there and I've been there a few times in my life and trauma also will do that to you. Okay. So if you've had any sort of trauma in your life, it's really easy to feel this depression and this down and this not wanting to get out of bed. And I would pray every single day. I'd be like, God, please just help me get out of bed. Please just help me feel better. Please, please, please. And I would do all the things I would do the mantras and I would scroll social media and everyone that was positive on there. I wanted to like, you know, punch them in the face. That's where I was when, when I'm that, you know, I am that person. Um, I try not to be annoying, but I mean, yeah, I can be actually, I don't care. So there's that, but I know that you're not alone. Just know that there are people like me, like you, and a lot of people don't talk about it. And a lot of people are suffering in silence. And it is definitely, as we have seen over the last couple of years, getting to be more and more and more um, prevalent and more people are talking about it and guys and girls. And so just want you to know you're not alone. Please feel free to reach out and I can help you in any way that I possibly can. Um, if you need coaching on this and you need coaching even on boundaries and self-care and self-care, you guys, has been the cornerstone of all of this for me as well. And boundaries is a huge one because boundaries is the cornerstone of self-care, right? So that also came into play big time um, when I've been learning to take care of myself and protecting my energy through this time, through this time in this transition of moving down here. So... Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate the support. If you are, think somebody else wants to hear this and needs to hear this, please share it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you. And excuse me, the more people that can hear it, the better it is and the more people we can help. So, all right, you guys, thanks again. And we will chat with you soon. Bye. Bye.